If you have a story to share, tell us. How are you going to leave your mark? Today on Leave Your Mark is Brian Murphy, entrepreneur. He is the owner of Easy Home Exteriors, Pittsburgh-based company. He's born and raised in Pittsburgh. He has a Catholic upbringing. He's a paper route person in his youth. Uh, experienced warm, hot summers in Stone Harbor, New Jersey. He's a Penn State graduate, and he is a real-world entrepreneur. His uh, success came pre-artificial intelligence. Hi there, and welcome. Now it's time for America's favorite podcast, Leave Your Mark, with your host, Vince Cortez. If it's fly, loose fit it, it's Cortez. If freeze and shovels in it, it's Cortez. Leave Your Mark is about inspiring the world, one guess at a time. Pass the word from Brooklyn to Pittsburgh, from urban to suburb, it's Cortez, you heard? And here is our host, Vince Cortez. Today on Leave Your Mark is Brian Murphy. Brian, thank you for being our guest today. And I want to touch on your story. Let's start in the beginning in your childhood when you began to form your personality and realize that being an entrepreneur was in your future. Well, thanks for having me, Vinny. I'm pretty excited to be on the podcast with you here today. And I would say the early stages of my entrepreneurial mindset would have been early years of high school when I had a paper route as a way to make money like all children wanted to do. Back in the day, there weren't uh, really handouts from mom and dad every time you wanted to go to the mall. You needed to earn your money. So I had a paper route for three or four years, maybe even late grade school, early high school. But what that taught me early on is you know, to make things happen, you need to rely upon yourself try to have a network of people that can help you and assist you. But it's about hard work and hustle. And I think that molded me to the salesperson and small business owner I am today, those three or four years of hustling newspapers in the afternoon and on Sunday mornings, God forbid, which uh, weren't always the most pleasant Sunday mornings, especially as we entered those high school years. Now, when you're this, so what are you, are you preteen, teenager, 13, 14 years old? Yeah, I would say probably 12, 13-ish when I took over the paper route from another kid in my class. He didn't want it any longer. And again, it taught you about delivering, being on time. There were no excuses. You couldn't take a day off. Then you had to collect every week and go pay your bill on Saturday morning to Nancy. You know, if you didn't pay between 10 and noon, <laughs> you were going to be delinquent, might lose your route. So taught me a lot of responsibility uh, at a young age about managing money, understanding my customers and their different needs and wants as well. So you go then and graduate high school and head up to Penn State. At Penn State, what is your major? What did you take up? It's kind of funny. I'm sure like a lot of college students, maybe in my first or second month, I changed my majors. I thought I wanted to be an accountant and play with numbers. And then I realized a month or two into college, I'm like, listen, I'm a sales guy. I'm an outgoing individual. I'm not a bookworm. No offense to those uh, that are bookworms and accountants. So I changed to uh, BS in management, which again, made me somewhat of a well-rounded person I am and was able to have a blast in college and met a lot of very dear friends and met my wife there. So didn't realize at the time, Vinny, that Penn State and the the alumni group across the country and across the world. It's a pretty tight bond. Very proud to be a part of that Penn State bond. And it's uh, taught me a lot about networking after college, the uh, power of, of a Penn State brand, that being one brand, you know? That is uh, a major universities do carry that kind of weight. That's true what you're saying. A lot of people that have been at Penn State say the same thing. It's, it must be a very unique place. So you're a college graduate, you met your wife, so life's picking up speed right out of college. How did you begin your working career? Were you ambitious and started right away on your own, or did you uh, work for somebody else initially? 
So for the first 12 years out of college, I worked for two window manufacturers, but that in and of itself, Vinny, is a kind of a cool story because when I graduated from Penn State, a good friend of mine, Kelly, here in town, invited me to have lunch with her father, Howard Hanna, and he actually sent letters to five different business owners he knew as letter of recommendation for me to these five different business owners, which he didn't have to do. He understood that I was Kelly's friend. And uh, that got me in the door with Traco Windows at the time. Bob Randall sent it to one of his henchmen down on the north side. I was hired immediately as an inside sales guy, which as you might imagine, is kind of stepping stone to getting on the road. I believe within a year or two, I was on the road selling and you know getting doors slammed in my face and people telling me to go away and people saying, what's your best price? And But I survived through it and realized selling wasn't just about pricing. It was about customer service and, and being creative and being trustworthy. How much of your paper route were you reminded of when- when you started selling windows because it sounded a bit similar. Well, oddly enough, it wasn't that similar because back in the day, and this goes back into the 80s when people weren't looking at their iPads or their watches for updates. I mean, people in the Brookline area where I grew up, you know, they wanted their Pittsburgh press to be delivered between three and five o'clock. So I had a pretty solid paper route, one of the bigger ones in my neighborhood. And so I didn't have a ton of people telling me, get away, get out of my face. So okay. and I guess when you're a 13 or 14 year old kid trying to sell some newspapers for a living so you can make 30 bucks a week, you know, maybe the little sympathy card helped with uh, some of these adults wanting to help a kid out, I think. <laughs> 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 That's good. So now you're at Traco, you're there 12 years. And what inspired the niche to then go entrepreneurial? You had enough contacts, you had enough experience, it was a combination of a bunch of things. It's a combination of a couple of <laughs> things, but here's what's crazy. In the spring of 2005, my wife and I had our first child, Lauren. That was May of 2005. And at the time I called on a remodeling organization that I would call on for my job as a window manufacturing rep. Well, lo and behold, these guys needed a partner to run their remodeling division for them, windows, doors, roofing, siding. So in September of 05, with a six-month-old at home and a wife not working, I quit a very secure job with Great Lakes Windows at a company car, was making good money, and said, screw it. I jumped in, cannonball, no toe dipping, and said, let's do this. <laughs> and, at the time, and at the time, I went into business with my partner at the time, his father, his mother, his sister, his brother-in-law. So here am I, you know, the outsider coming into a family business. And I kind of was like the lone puppy on his own, you know, fending and reaching for scraps as best I could. But it worked out for a little while and I held my own. And, you know, having partners is different and unique. It's not a horrible thing. But when your partners are a bunch of family members and you're the outsider, you better put up a fight and be ready to, to do what you need to protect your own, man. <laughs> you got to think about marrying in again on the inside. This anyhow turns out to be the experience that then pushes you over the top to go on your own. What's your position now? You're married for a little while. Some of the finances of, I'm assuming, have settled a bit, but you're taking the risk again. This is that entrepreneurial itch. This is what drives uh, spouses crazy. Well, you're right. And about five or six years ago, I split up from my partner. We had a somewhat amicable divorce and life goes on and you know, God bless him. And you know, we're all human beings. We can do what we want. So I've been on my own five or six years. But one thing to my wife's credit, after 21 years of marriage, my kids are 13 and 15 now. My wife has always trusted me, not only just with finances, but with getting stuff done within the realm of what needs done for me, my business, my family, my bills. And it's worked out. Now, early on, she had no idea. It wasn't bleak, Vinny. But early on, when I first entered the partnership in 05 and 06 with the family members, I mean, I had tapped about every resource bare. At one point, I was going to call my dad or a relative and try to borrow and grovel for 10, 15 Gs. And then, you know, in the karma of life, the bend was rounded and 
things kind of turned themselves back. And it was probably two years after the fact I told my wife how close it was to putting up the white flag, which I would never do because you don't quit in life. You just figure out a way to make it happen. Again, she's trusted me and I surround myself with good people. I have a great team, great resources and a network of like-minded human beings that really can look to for the support that I may need in a given day. And likewise, they'll look to me if they need that shoulder to, to lean on or cry on or laugh with, quite frankly. Now, is this when you began Easy Home Exteriors? Well, this is when I split off on my own and kept Easy Home Exteriors. The other division of the company sold a lot of garage doors and my ex-partner, he kept that division for himself. So five, six years ago, I was finally on my own, no partners, no family members. You know, when I looked in the mirror every day, it was up to me. It was up to the team that I had around me. And quite frankly, sometimes that goes without saying, you know, without a strong team and a solid offensive line, the quarterback's not thrown for yards and the running back's not busting for a 20-yard gain. So I give a lot of credit to my team because without them, I, I can't perform on my own. If Coach Tomlin decides to uh, step out of line, I think we got someone to take his place. <laughs> well, I use a lot of his euphemisms because they're a lot of fun. You know, this isn't our first rodeo. and Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, you're familiar to being on video. I see you on your website and on your social media. You do a really good job. How has the COVID affected your business? Because this is unprecedented waters for entrepreneurs. King of the boat, which we've never experienced before. Well, we've been very blessed, fortunate, and lucky, Vinny. Since March of 2020, we being exterior remodelers, uh, we've been able to still work, work safely, really haven't skipped a beat. A lot of the things that we're doing, people need done when a roof is leaking or a window won't lock and a door won't close. Those are things that have to happen. So our business took a, an unprecedented leap last year in an upward range. Uh, we might have slowed down for maybe three or four weeks until, you know, everybody kind of stood back and said, okay, here, you can come check out what I need done. And, you know, we would measure things from the outside of the home. We never had to step foot in the house. People wanted to maintain their distance and stay safe. And, you know, we realized that that system and the way we went about it was working. And lo and behold, we kept getting contracts in the mail and choosing colors. So again, I feel for those in industries that were affected, but luckily we were not at all. If you have a story to share, tell us, how are you going to leave your mark? We want you to be our guests. Contact us. Leave your mark with our host, Vince Cortez. Now, have you been in the marketing side of things? A lot of companies go under and not necessarily for the purposes of doing low business, but they decide to quit communicating with their audience. You know, that being the case, you're referral driven, obviously homegrown Pittsburgh style. I mean, you got the, you know, no Yenzers over here, <laughs> and the whole, but you know, they know what they're getting when you show up. So it's no surprises. This plays into your favor. Now, how do you see coming out of this? Because I think a lot of people uh, providing things work out with the COVID, the, the economy could be bullish here coming around the corner. So how do you envision where you're going next? Well, I think we've taken steps and you referenced some of the videos that uh, some friends helped us create. You know, we'll take a COVID approach to how we do business. And unlike some of the guys or girls in my industry that want to sit with a husband and wife or a mom and a dad and an aunt and an uncle, we really don't need to do any of that stuff on an initial visit. We can come check out your home, get some photos, get some measurements from afar. You don't even have to open the door if you don't want, because with the information age that we're in, a lot of people can understand the approach that I might be taking, do a little research on EZ, do a little research on Brian Murphy and realize, wait, this guy's kind of the real deal that he's still going to get it done. You know, we get our fair share of jobs. And so we've kind of taken a COVID, if you want to play it safe approach, that's not going to stop Mr. and Mrs. Smith from getting a price on that exterior project that they want looked at. And so knock on wood, we positioned ourselves well. I think the sky's the limit. 
and we were pretty lean to begin with and we're ready for some growth and we're ready to just keep chugging along here. We're, we're, we're excited. Now, as far as you mentioned growth, could you see yourself extending, say, out of the tri-state area? You know, I've thought about that, Vinny, over the years, being on my own the last five or six years. But what I've also recognized and realized over the years is when you try to do things that you're not great at, then you may stumble and fail. I swim in the waters I'm very comfortable in, and I can make a nice, fair good living here in town doing what I do. I've thought about, do I go to Erie, Pennsylvania, which is the Penn State campus I went to? I have a lot of fraternity brothers up there. Do I go to State College where I have another couple fraternity brothers that have expressed an interest in maybe helping me open a branch? And I don't know if that's something that's on the near horizon, far horizon, or zero horizon. I'm concentrating on what's here and the opportunity that's presenting itself here because it's endless here in, in the southwestern Pennsylvania region. I love it. I love your energy. You're a homegrown <laughs> boy. How would you like to be remembered? What would you want your legacy to be? Well, you know, it's funny. I was talking to a gentleman today. He's probably in his late 60s, and I've done some work for him. He's been a little bit of a business mentor to me. And when we got off the phone today, he said to me, he's like, he's like, damn it, Murph, you're always so optimistic. And I said, well, Steve, the problem is what? He's like, nothing. He's like, that's awesome. And and one thing I want to be remembered for, and hopefully that day doesn't come too soon, Vince, is, is that the guy was always smiling, really didn't have a negative side to him, and was just always bubbly and positive thinking. And as you know, Vince, uh, based on your background, being a cancer survivor, the power of positive thinking, you cannot put a price tag on that. And sometimes when that exudes off of your skin into somebody else, boy, there's nothing that will make me happier when I know that I can influence somebody else to be happy, positive, and optimistic because there's too many naysayers and they don't have a place in my life. And I try to distance myself from those and I try to change their mindset sometimes, which isn't as easy to do. You leave quite a legacy and enormous energy in your wake. You got me excited and <laughs> I don't have any um, exterior work to be done, but I enjoy talking to you and I can see why you're success and what it is you do, why your clients love you. And obviously... That type of energy turns out is very good work. I appreciate you giving me your time. I know you're a busy man. I appreciate you coming by and I look forward to seeing what you do next. Thanks, Vinny. Great catching up, man. And look forward to lunch one of these days when we're allowed to do it. Okay, great. Thanks for listening to Leave Your Mark today. Tune into our next episode of Leave Your Mark with Vince Cortez. Be blessed. You just left your mark. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Listen to more episodes on demand. Just click Leave Your Mark with Vince Cortez.